This is Tyler again. Here we go with the second part of Chapter 6 on GDP. In the first part, we we uh, we were able to go through the how we measure GDP from both the expenditure approach and the income approach. And I, I, don't, I, I think, uh, having done this a few times, this can be confusing to students. Uh, looking at the circular flow diagram, I think, will be of some help. But there's just a lot of reading this a few times and thinking about it and letting it sink in. Now what we want to do is look at some other... Uh, what we've done is the most important part, or I think most of the important material, but that's uh, all important, but I, that, I think that's the big uh, hurdle to get over. Now what we want to do is look at some, some associated or related measures of, of output or income that is related to national income. Uh, hang Okay, I'm back. Uh, sorry for the interruption again. Uh, go to slide 15. This is a, a, a nice little slide that shows us the relationship among all of the different measures, uh, measures that are related to gross domestic product. Uh, so again, slide slide 15, and there are there are a number of them here. If we start with GDP, now GDP is a measure of output produced in the United States. It's not a measure of output produced by factors of production owned by U.S. citizens. Gross domestic product is just we don't it, it doesn't it doesn't matter who owns the input or owns the factors of production. Uh, a Toyota factory in Kentucky producing Toyotas is part of the United States gross domestic product. Well, a a similar concept it measures output produced from U.S. owned factors of factors of production is called GNP, gross national product. And you see, to get gross national product, we start with gross domestic product, and we add receipt of factor income from the rest of the world, and we subtract payments of factor income to the rest of the world. So we're taking, uh, we're accounting for the fact that some resources in the United States are owned by foreigners, and at the same time we have resources in Europe, for example, that are owned by U.S. citizens that are producing output. Uh, so GDP is a measure of output produced within the United States. GMP is a measure of output produced by factors of production uh, owned by U.S. citizens. Uh, I think that's the that's the idea. Now, net national product that gets us back to this capital consumption. Remember Robinson Crusoe and his fishing pole. If he produced a fishing pole, that's counted as part of gross domestic product and gross national product. But if that fishing pole wears out during the year, net uh, he hasn't produced a fishing pole. He he made one fishing pole and he wore out one fishing pole. From a gross domestic or gross national product perspective, that fishing pole is included. If we want to measure net national product, we subtract out the capital that was consumed, or in other words, depreciation. So that's net national product. It's net of depreciation, net of capital consumed. Then we have national income, which uh, uh, which is essentially sales taxes subtracted off of net national product. Then we have personal income, which is <clears throat> of uh, uh, related to national income. It's, you have to account for income received but not earned. And then we have disposable, in, disposable income, which is income that's available to be spent. It's, it's personal income subtracted out personal taxes. Well, you need to spend a little bit of time with each of those, and there will be a number of quiz questions, of course, you'll have to answer to get a little better fill for them. But uh, uh, there are there are those six measures, all related to GDP and derived from GDP, 
that you need to, you, unfortunately, you just need to know them. Well, finally, the last concept of chapter, chapter, uh, uh, well, I was going to skip all the way to slide 20, but let's, let's go through slide uh, 16 through 19 somewhat quickly, but nevertheless, it, it tells you just what I got through telling you as we looked at slide 15, but gives you a little more detail. And for the first slide, that is slide, slide 16, tells us the difference between GDP and GNP. GNP is the total value of vinyl goods and services produced during a given year by the citizens of a country, no matter where they live. That's a little bit different than what I told you uh, earlier, but that uh, it's, it's the same thing. I phrased it a little differently. Net national product, you subtract out depreciation. Slide 17. National income, you subtract out, you subtract from national income, business taxes. And you see the rest of them. I think we will. We'll go ahead, go to, directly to slide 20. Important concept that we'll see throughout the rest of the, the, the course and uh, a term that you very much need to be familiar with if you want to be in the business community or uh, as accountants, this difference between real and nominal variables. Here we're talking about the difference between real and nominal GDP, but this concept comes up as a, as a broader concept, the distinction between a real variable and a nominal variable. A real variable has been adjusted for the effects of inflation. We use dollars to measure lots of things. We use dollars to measure major measure wages. Wages are expressed in dollars. Uh, GDP is expressed in dollars. Prices are expressed in dollars. But unfortunately, the dollar is not a constant measuring device. When prices increase, that causes the dollar to shrink in value. Let me say that again. As prices go up, the dollar shrinks in value. And consequently, the dollar is not a standard, constant measuring unit. And so this brings up this problem between real and nominal GDP. If we want to account for the shrinking dollar, we want to account for the effects of inflation. And that's what's going on when prices go up. That's called inflation. We, have, we, we use the concept of real. In this instance, real GDP. But we could also talk about real wages. Now, uh, you, you see the problem in slide 21, where we have, in year one, we have 100 oranges produced, 300 coconuts, and 220, or 2,000 pizzas. Oh, excuse me, in year one, we have 100 oranges, 300 coconuts, and 2,000 pizzas. Uh, now, output measured in dollars is a is a product of both the price of these items and the quantity. Now, look at year one and year two. Between year one and year two, the prices stay the same. The quantities go up, and so output measured in dollars goes up from 16,350 to 17,985. Output is a product of both P and Q, price and quantity. It only takes one of them to go up in order for output to go up as measured in dollars. Uh, 
so between year and one year two it's prices this uh, prices stayed constant real output quantity went up now compare year two and year three notice that quantities of all three products quantities produced oranges coconuts and pizzas all stayed the same Well, hold, hold, all we want to do is we want to compare year one and year three. Between year one and year three, skip year two. Between year one and year three, the quantity stayed the same. 100 oranges, 300 coconuts, and 2,000 pizzas. But between, but, uh, between year one and year three, prices went up. And co consequently, output went up as measured in dollars. So both comparing year one to year two and year one to year three, output went up. You tell me what caused output to go up between year one and year two. It was an increase in quantity. Same question but with respect to year one and year three. What caused output to go up between year one and year three? It was solely a result of an increase in prices. Well if we want to keep track of quantity, if we want to keep track of a measure of output, we don't want we don't. We want to adjust for the effect of the changes in prices. It can send a sense send a false signal. Major present maybe President Bush comes out and says, "Well, the output for the uh, 2005 went up." If he just stops there, or he just says GDP went up, it may have gone up because of an increase in prices. Well, to account for that problem, we have developed the concept of real GDP. Real GDP is a measure of output using using constant prices. Let me see that again. Real GDP is a measure of output using constant prices or some base year prices. Nominal GDP, we use the current year prices to measure output. If we go back to slide 21, If we use year one as the base year, and we use and we we uh, use that year's prices to measure all quantities in various years, what would be the output in year three? If we used base year prices, what would be output in year three? Well, your answer should be fairly obvious. It would be sixteen thousand three hundred fifty dollars, the same as in year one because we had the same quantities in year one and year three. And if we use the same years, same base year prices, we have the same prices, so output will be the same. That's what real GDP is. We pick a base year and we use that year's prices. Now in, a, in, a, uh, in actually calculating real GDP, what we can do, and unfortunately there's not a nice slide on this, don't think we can we we can take now in practice what you can do mathematically if you take nominal GDP and divide by the GDP deflator that'll give you real GDP and I, I wish that would show here in, equal, in a slide but it doesn't so let me just say that again nominal GDP divided by the appropriate price index will give you real GDP Now, what a price index, we have to take a little aside here on what a price index is. A price index is nothing more than some 
weighted average of prices. And here are three key price indexes. The CPI is an average of the typical set of goods purchased by an cons urban consumer, the consumer price index. The GDP deflator is a broad, let's read that, is a broad price index, a broader price index than the CPI. It's designed to measure the change in the average price of all the goods and services included in GDP. Now, if we take the, it is the GDP deflator that is used, it can be used to convert nominal GDP to real GDP. Well, I, that might be a good place to start. What I would just what I just thought here is this might be it might be good for this chapter to solve uh, solve a couple of the questions in the back of the chapter. Let's go to chapter six. Let me just see if I can pick one real quick. I didn't plan on this one. I plan on giving this lecture. But I think this may be of some value to us. So let me see. I think uh, am I in slide six? Am I in chapter six? Chapter six. Uh, let me see real quick. Yeah, let's go to go to go to uh, go in your book to page one forty-two. If you have your book handy. And. Question three gives us a set of goods, oranges and pears. We have quantities and we have prices in two separate years. It asks in part A, what is the growth rate in constant dollar real GDP using one, one year one as the base price? Well, what you have to do, you have to calculate real GDP in year one and year two. Now, in year one, real GDP is the same as nominal GDP. In the base year, real and nominal GDP are the same. Uh, the definition of real GDP, which is synonymous with constant dollar GDP, is you take base year, you take that year's quantities, and you multiply by that year's prices. So, in year one, output is one hundred times three dollars plus one hundred times three dollars equals $600. So in year one, nominal GDP is 600, real GDP is 600. Now in year two, assuming year one's the base year, in year two, first I'm going to calculate nominal GDP. It's just current year output by current year prices. So it's 150 times $3, that equals 450, plus 75 times $4, which is 300. So nominal GDP in year two is $750. So nominal GDP went up. Now let's calculate real or constant dollar GDP in year two. You take current year output, 150 oranges in year two. You multiply by base year prices, which is three. That gives you $450. For pairs, you take base, you take uh, current year output seventy five. You multiply by base year prices. Current year output times base year prices, which is three dollars. 
and what do you have? You have uh, uh, 225, 75 times 3, 225. And so real GDP in year two, I just did this by hand, but I get $675. What is the, and then asking question A, what is the growth rate of constant dollar real GDP using one year one as the base year? Well, a growth rate is nothing more than a percentage change. How do you calculate a percentage change? Real GDP changed $75 between year one and year two. Real GDP went from 600 to 675 but a percentage change is a proportional change. You have to take the $75 and divide it by where you started. That's how you always calculate percentage changes. It's the amount of the change divided by where you started. So $75 divided by 600 and that gives you a change of that, that math, that calculation equals 0.125 but of course to convert it to a, a percent you multiply by 100 and you get 12.5%. So the answer to question A is 12.5%. Well, I hope that is, is a bit confusing, but I think if you solve multiple choice questions, work some of these problems, and remember I've posted the solution guide to these problems, uh, uh, I think, in the back of uh, on WebCT, you'll, uh, uh, you'll be all right. But it takes some work. There's some, there's some uh, work involved in understanding the material in Chapter 6. Good luck to you. See you next week. Send me your questions. This is Tyler signing off.